Hello, world. I'm Greg Batten. Stand by for news and stuff. Wait, is this America? 2024? The days in which Isaiah lived were filled with sinful peril. Israel worshipped many gods. They adhered to all kinds of evil. You know, when sin surrounds you, you rarely notice its silent gatherings. And that was the case with the prophet Isaiah. It's true, he should have known better than to overlook Israel's compromises. He was a priest of God, and he served daily in the temple for crying out loud. He knew the value of holiness, yet sin and its quiet deception had stolen a place right there in his heart. The day he stood in the presence of God with heralds of seraphim hovering above him was his day of reckoning. It's here. God was looking for a man, one voice to carry that truth to all the people. Who'd go for him? Who would answer that call? The startling presence of holiness brought the prophet to his knees that day, and he cried out to the reality of his sin, and the seraphim rushed to cleanse his lips with coals taken from the altar of Almighty God. Let me ask you something this Monday. Has God called you to a certain task, but the memory of your past failures is just holding you back. You can't do it. Take heart, my Christian friend. God is near today. Get on your face before him. Tell him the ways that you've failed. He knows. He'll cleanse you. One of the most wondrous attributes of our Heavenly Father is, wow, his mercy and his forgiveness. Will you, like Isaiah, answer his call? Here I am, Lord. Send me. In the world is going on. Warning. Biden has opened the floodgates of hell. What? You know, back before World War II, there were multiple small regional conflicts that had developed, and eventually those merged. And that's exactly what's developing right now in the world, according to an expert on international events. And Joe Biden is the author. Biden has opened the floodgates of hell. Although nothing is inevitable, we are fast approaching the point where, as a practical matter, he will not be able to stop China, not be able to stop Russia directly or through proxies from merging existing conflicts and turning them into the next global war. The thoughts of Gordon Chang, an expert on China. One example, things going on there in Gaza has already extended beyond the troubled strip. The situation is actually worse than anyone would let on. Hamas leaders have fled Qatar and are now hiding out in the Quartori diplomatic mission of Morocco, where they are unwanted by the king, and in Algeria, where they are welcomed by the regime. It means that Iran effectively has operatives now at the west end of the Mediterranean in line with its threats to close down shipping there, as it already has in the Red Sea. What a mess. And who can forget Afghanistan? The debacle that Biden put together August 2021, quickly followed by Russia's invasion of Ukraine, China and Russia's fueling insurgencies in North Africa, and by Iran's attacks on Israel from Gaza and the Golan Heights. Where are we today? What in the world is going on? An epidemic of a different kind, city cops getting beaten at a record-setting pace, a disturbing and dangerous trend fueled by radical protest, an influx of criminal migrants coming across the border, bail reform, anti-cop rhetoric, and soft-on-crime prosecutors. That is in New York City. 
The number of cops hurt by suspects surged 20% in 2022 when 4,724 uniformed officers suffered injuries and attacks compared to nearly 4,000 in 2021. Best described by the New York Police Department. Record-breaking totals and the latest anti-cop sentiment. It's a full-blown epidemic in America. Well, we've been watching this one closely just across the border here from Indiana. City officials in Bryan, Ohio have agreed to drop all criminal charges against a local pastor who was housing homeless people at his church in alleged violation of zoning laws. Pastor Chris Abel of Dad's Place in Bryan, Ohio, town of about 8,400 people, 50 miles southwest of Toledo, was pulled into a dispute with the city when he decided to keep his church open 24-7. That was last March because the neighboring local homeless shelter was often filled up, according to lawyers at the Plano, Texas-based First Liberty Institute. He was subsequently slapped with 18 zoning law violation charges related to keeping his church doors open and his alleged zoning ordinance violation, including lacking proper kitchen and laundry facilities, having unsafe exits, using improper ventilation, blah, blah, blah. Don't house those people. Put them on the street. Pastor said, I'm thankful to God. The city, for everyone who's been praying for this day to come, the pastor said. Brian, Ohio is my home. I'm eager to continue to serve God, my community, and the people I love here. And there you go. Well, I need to put parts of this in my new demon book as suicide ideation, gender confusion, mental illness among young people continues to rise. There's an author in Texas, Laura Gallier. She believes the unseen realm is really at work as never before in America. For years, I've had the unique calling of talking to parents about biblical sexuality, brokenness, and the things that, well, the Lord has taught me, things I have done, and the wisdom of following God's plans. Said the Texas-based author, public speaker, I realize, oh, this is so true, there is such a lack of belief and awareness in the demonic realm and unseen oppression today and that when we are in rebellion and doing things outside of the will of God, we're even more vulnerable to attack. I really felt like suicide epitomizes believing lies and falling into hopelessness. I had no idea that there was going to be such an increase in these issues and that this topic would become even more relevant as it is today. And more on little sweet Taylor Swift and Time Magazine's Person of the Year. I'll tell you what, someone put a very good video of one of her concerts on my Facebook page, the demonic one where there's a big snake in the background. And I'm telling you what, the work that I've done in the area of the demonic, just watching this just puts chills up and down my spine. So many things just continue to signal he is coming soon, my friend. Just unbelievable. So how else is he messing up America as production of cattle has plummeted to its lowest level in decades? There's a rancher warning that Americans are going to pay the price soon for beef supplies hitting a crisis. It's a bad situation for America's cattle farmers in America because we're producing 1 billion pounds less beef 
than we were in this country just one year ago, said John Boyd Jr., president of the National Black Farmers Association, said that during an interview on Fox. Boyd has been farming and producing beef for 41 years, and he stressed, I'm telling you now, this is a time when we should be investing in Americans' cattle, and we're just not doing it. We're not investing in American beef and cattle farmers, and the Biden policies are hurting America's cattlemen, such as myself. They should be invested in America's cattle farmers and making sure that we have the tools we need to stay on the farm. Well, anything good is not going to come out of this White House. Just one more mess Sleepy Joe has us in. Well, we've shared with you many times, we are the heart of Amish country here in Allen County, Indiana. But there was a tragic accident in Minnesota that took the lives of two children when a woman accused of driving under the influence crashed into an Amish buggy in September. Police are now investigating how identical twins, methamphetamine, and damning internet searches relate to all of this. Samantha Peterson, 35 years old, charged with 21 felonies, including four counts of criminal vehicular homicide, operating a vehicle with neglect, eight counts of aiding an offender, four counts of criminal vehicular operation. Wow. Court records show we, this woman was previously convicted of drunk driving in October of 2015 and impaired driving under a controlled substance in August of 2018. Still out there on the road, eh? Police suspect that Peterson's identical twin sister, Sarah, switched clothes with Samantha at the crime scene in alleged attempt to take responsibility for that deadly crash. Yep, the wild, wild world out there. Two children in the Amish buggy, seven-year-old Wilma Miller, 11-year-old Ina Miller, killed in that fatal crash. New America, thought of evil. Two Michigan suspects, two devilish human beings, have been arrested after they were involved in a robbery and sexual assault up in uh, Detroit, Michigan, in that area anyway. The attack took place with a one-year-old child present, Javon Bryant Anderson, 29, and a second unidentified man carried out the attacks at a home near Taylor, a man was reportedly assaulted and a woman raped. The attack took place on January the 20th. The suspects and victims were set up to meet for an online sale. You just never know. Detectives said the incident itself lasted about 20 minutes start to finish. Anderson, originally from Detroit. The second suspect, reportedly from Taylor. Boy, I've preached many times in both those places. The second suspect was transferred to federal custody after being apprehended for several federal weapons charges. Where's your gun? Right on target, Mr. Governor. Talking about Ron DeSantis of Florida, he criticized senile. That's being very kind. Senile. Fake President Joe Biden's handling of classified documents during a new interview with Blaze TV. The Republican governor also verbalized what everyone is thinking in regards to Biden's memory concerns. Mark Levin began Life, Liberty, and Levin's interview with DeSantis by highlighting recent mental gaffes. There's so many of them. There's a great 10 minutes on my Facebook page of just bringing a lot of this stuff out. It's just absolutely frightening and crazy that we would have somebody in the White House running this country like Joe Biden. 
Levin pointed out how Biden confused Egyptian President Adele Fatel al-Sisi as the president of Mexico. That was just one of them. Speaking about the report from the Justice Department's special counsel, Robert Hurd, that painted Biden as a, and this is, this is good, a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. Oh, that really burned Joe Biden. It's a damning report of this squatter in the White House. We need to get this guy out. ASAP. Let's go over to this part called Living in Today's World. I need it. I ask a friend who has crossed 70 and is heading toward 80 what sort of changes he's feeling in himself. He put down a few things. After loving my parents, my siblings, my spouse, my children, all my friends, I think I've started loving myself. I've realized that I'm not Atlas. The world is not on my shoulders. I've stopped bargaining with vegetable and fruit vendors. A few pennies more is not going to break me, but it might help this poor fellow save for his daughter's school fees. I leave the waitress a big tip now. The extra money might put a smile on her face. She's toiling much harder for a living than I am, I can tell you that. I stopped telling the elderly that they've already narrated that story many times. The story makes them walk down memory lane and relive the past, so I'm not going to say that anymore. They can just do it again. I've learned not to correct people even when I know they're wrong. The onus of making everyone perfect, it's not my job. I think peace is more precious than perfection now. I've learned not to bother about a crease or a spot on my shirt. Personality speaks louder than my real appearance, I think. I walk away from people who don't value me. They might not know my worth, but I know my worth. I remain cool when someone plays dirty to outrun me in the rat race of life. I'm not a rat, and neither am I in any kind of race. I'm learning not to be embarrassed by my emotions. It's my emotions that make me who I am. I've learned that it's better to drop the ego than to break a relationship. My ego will keep me aloof, whereas with relationships, I will never, ever be alone. And here's a good one. I'm doing what makes me happy now. I'm responsible, really, for my happiness, am I not? And I owe it to myself, really. Happiness is a choice. You can be happy anytime. You just have to choose to be. I think I would go along with Proverbs 23, 7. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. You are what you think about all day long. Why not be happy? Hopefully you're saved on your way to heaven. Doesn't get any better than that. Then this guy says, I decided to share this with all my friends. Why do I have to wait to be 60, 70, or 80? Why can't I practice it at any age, really? You know, I think this goes along with the hurrier I go, the behinder I get. And sometimes age, getting old, makes you really think about what is so really important in life. Living in today's world, absolutely, we're all there. My friend, you are something special. When God made you, he broke the mold, and don't let the devil tell you otherwise. You're a big deal. Act like it. Live like it. You're a soldier in the Lord's army, and we really, really need you now more than ever. Time to step into the spotlight, my friend. And finally, who said that? 
we have to stop listening to these people who tell us that we cannot talk about God, we cannot talk about our faith. If a madman wants to kill innocent people, he'll find a way. You know that. Killers don't need guns to kill people. Timothy McVeigh used fertilizer. 9-11 terrorists used box cutters and airplanes. The Nazis used gas. Taking guns from innocent people will not protect innocent people. The problem's not guns. The problem is a godless society. A nation that kills its children in the womb has lost its very soul. Mother Teresa. They're coining a new phrase out there. Trans-Republican. One who identifies as a Republican, but inside's really a Democrat. And speaking of the Dems, I know she didn't say, it's just funny. A picture of Ocasio-Cortez. Yes, we can land on the sun. We just have to go at night. Ah. And then there's this. What does politically correct really mean? It means giving up your opinions to appease whiny little crybabies. Where's my Bible? Life 101 is next. Just joined us. Thank you. News, information, comment, lots of opinion. A voice for conservatives. It's called Hello World Every Day at This Time. Thank you so much for listening, for telling others. I mean, just your time. How valuable is that? All we can say is thank you. Looking forward to seeing many of you in person in Tri-Cities coming up. It's Sherathon 2024, last couple of days of February, 1st of March. Oh, going to be a great time. You join us. You'll be praying about 91.5 and WHCB Sherathon. Well, you've heard me say it several times. I'm going to continue to say it. Your Christian life, your Christian walk, being saved, going to heaven when you die, knowing that Christ is in your heart today, it's a great way to live, is it not? And it certainly is a great way to die. But I've been thinking a lot with all this stuff going on, a lot of confusion the last several weeks especially, and Satan, we know, is the author of confusion. And one great truth that continues to stand out to me is man in his being, you, you have the ability, you know, for great dignity, to do some fantastic things for Almighty God. But you also have the ability for great evil. I asked my church yesterday, do you believe that you have in you murder? Could you murder someone? Recently shocked to hear all of the reports of Ravi Zacharias, great man of God. I've listened to so many of his things and studied his works and how could he have done the things that he did? And it's been all documented now. Yep. Attitude of mind, Proverbs 23, 7. I've discovered in life, you know, that I can't do everything, but my Christian friend, I can do something. I am one in 21. That's been our theme at our church, and little is much when God is in that thing. Have you read Philippians chapter 4, verse 8 recently? You know, there are a lot of storms going on in the world today, and I continue to encourage folks, do not focus on that. Do not focus on the storms. Do not focus on the evil. Don't focus on Satan. Focus on Almighty God and the good things he is doing and has done and will do in your life. I continue to focus on what Curtis Slovis, the guardian angels leader, 
for his tombstone. He's going to have it. I tried. I died. I did my best. Would you have that attitude toward the things of God today? For some reason this past week, I was thinking thoughts along this line. The less I have of things, the more that I am unable to take care of myself. And of course, I have been sick and with surgeries and my wife likewise. I've discovered the more, now get this, I have of God. Have you gotten there yet? Often the difference between winning and losing is not a lack of strength or a lack of knowledge. It's a lack of will. The thoughts of the great NFL coach of the Green Bay Packers, Vince Lombardi. You know, in difficult times, it's easy, very easy to magnify our problems, very easy to become discouraged. You've been there. Very easy to be negative. However, in the midst of things like, well, the pandemic we're going through and whatever is happening in Washington, I'm talking about any storm that comes your way that disrupts your world. God is our refuge. Psalm 37, verse 18 and 19, the upright that you shall not wither in times of disaster, in times of famine, they shall have plenty. We must never allow things happening around us in this old society today to dictate where we come from biblically, your doctrine, your belief system, your profession of faith in Jesus Christ. It has to be founded on the Holy Word of God. It's so easy to go around saying, well, this is just awful. This is just horrible. I can't wait till this ends. There's no victory in sight. Why is God doing this thing? Why is this happening to me and or my family? Father, I thank you that you're the God of all. Lord, even in hard times, you come and meet my needs. I thank you that you're not limited by the circumstances going on around us. The Bible says in Psalm 65, 11, he crowns the year with bounty. Even the hard places overflow with abundance. You know what we need to do? It's going to stay hard for some time. Let's start asking God to bless us in the bad times. Can we do that? Let's ask God to give us his favor in the time of famine. Have you ever experienced that, my friend? Real favor in famine. And could I give you a gentle reminder? And by the way, God's never limited by the economy or who's in the White House. He's always going to be there for you. Hebrews 10.23, let us hold fast the confession of our faith without wavering for he is faithful who promised. And ask yourself today, and these are important questions, have I walked close to God recently? Have I acknowledged him as the Lord of my life? Have I really surrendered my life to him? Or am I holding back a part of my life for me? Have I offended someone recently? Have I said things that need to be repented of? Have I done something that's clearly a violation of the Holy Word of God? Have I refused to make peace with others, my neighbors? Oh, boy. Am I clear in my heart today and my life before God? Is there some hidden sin that only God knows about? That is something that we seriously need to consider today, my friend. And finally, above all else, I do not want you to take this position. The person went to the psychiatrist, conservative, went to the psychiatrist and said, I'm so upset. The world is just, cr I suggest you take some tranquilizers regularly. At the next visit, the doctor said, have you calmed down? Yes.
said the conservative. <laughs> and how is the world looking to you now? Who cares, came the reply. <laughs> oh, no, you don't want to do it that way. Love you. Thank you for being here every day. Tell a friend about Hello World. Join me on Facebook. I love you being my friend. Greg, G-R-E-G, Patton, P-A-T-T-E-N. And that's the way it is. Monday, February the 12th, 2024. I am Greg Patton. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.